Where does your mind go when you allow it to wander? Do you find yourself thinking of the unknown, trying to separate fact from fiction? Welcome to my mini-series, where we discuss possible explanations for the unexplainable. My name is Ray, and these are things that keep me up at night. Everybody. Hey. <laughs> yes, you are still listening to Gore Report, a true crime podcast. Of course, of course. But this is my mini series. Yay! Yay! I've literally been so excited for this. <laughs> I've been so excited. If you guys are new here, hi, hello, and welcome. Welcome. Uh, we normally cover true crime cases, and you can check out one of those episodes, but today is the day for something different. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Also, mental health break, because right. the last two weeks have been fucking awful. <laughs> awful, awful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, this will be formally known as Things That Keep Me Up At Night. Ooh. Kind of a long name, but... It, it is literally to a T of what this is about to be like. <laughs> I'm so ready. And it's been quite a while that this was in the works. And I'm so excited to finally release this series and share some of my interest with you. Like, things that literally keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Very, very, very straightforward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So these episodes will be sprinkled in here and there in our rotation of true crime cases, cryptids and creatures, and our hometown legend series. Yes. We have so much going on. We do. It's almost like we're official. <laughs> or at least by going it, we're close. <laughs> <laughs> But we do like to have diversity in the stories we cover, so that way nobody gets bored, you're entertained, you know. And also, like I said earlier, the necessary mental health breaks. Right. In between some of the shit that we talk about. So things that keep me up at night is basically a random collection of things I literally lose sleep over. Because my brain will, you know brains <laughs> it never shuts up as the brain does it is very notorious for braining for braining <laughs> so a lot of the stories and information that i come across it opens up a pathway to think in different ways perceive things differently basically and as you know but they don't know right like, <laughs> i'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist but not like tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist i always approach things with an open mind and side servings of common sense and and skepticism <laughs> which is which is good i think that's very healthy right so it's you know well balanced plate but when i tell you that some things add up and the math is mathing then it's a huge possibility that some of these theories could hold some weight and i you know I love talking about this stuff, so it's going to be randomized. Aliens, conspiracy theories, unexplained phenomena, paranormal. It's just Ooh, random. It's I just love random. it. I'm so here for it, though. It is very you. It's very you. 
And I've always said that life is stranger than fiction. And the unknown is shrouded in mystery and fear. But even if we're told the absolute truth, would you be open-minded enough to believe it? I am talking about giants. Giants. Oh, I'm so excited. When we think of giants, we think of dim-witted ogres. We imagine a humanoid or a human-like figure that is considerable in size to the point of being monstrous, unmatched in strength, slow of mind, of violent temperament, and having an appetite for humans or livestock. Woo-wee. I'm just going to say right now that I 100% believe. (laughs) Oh, I 100% believe, and I, you'll see when I get there. Got you. I got you. But I have some very, like, what the fuck kind of things lined up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fairy tales, folklore, and fables over the centuries have molded our perception of giants to evoke terror within us. Like, with their colossal bodies, like their their monstrous size and unknown origins just remind us of our own frailty and our mortality. Right. That right. like compared to a giant, we are this big. You know? Yeah, we're like little ants. Exactly. To be stepped on. By a giant. <laughs> By a giant. <laughs> but giants are recorded in ancient cultures all across the world. These stories have been recorded and mentioned throughout time over and over again. And despite the recurrence, we still view giants as these fictional beings. But if we look at different mythologies from around the world, alongside surfacing evidence, it is in fact quite possible that giants exist or have existed. Right. Now, I know that may come as like a shocking statement to some people, but... I do not come empty-handed, so to speak. (laughs) I did not come empty-handed. I did not show up to the party without my platter of finger sandwiches. Finger sandwiches. (laughs) Finger sandwiches. Hoarders. Finger sandwiches, okay. Yes, I know it's hoarders, but I say hoarders. 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 (laughs) My voice, even though it's back all the way now for the most part, I'm still I'm still just You're squealing. Squeaky. I'm squeaky. Squeaky. So, you know, you guys, I apologize if I lose my shit at any point and get overly excited and it just results in a squeal. I'm sorry <laughs> for my squealing. There's not much that can be done about it, but at least I can speak now. Right. <laughs> right. We missed you. <laughs> I missed you, too. All right. So I've compiled evidence and information that basically made me a believer. And I always maintain, like I said, this healthy dose of skepticism. So me believing in this is like a, it's kind of a big deal. Right, 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 right. right. But there are some things that have just stuck with me and they make me feel things and it just takes me down a rabbit hole. Giants are definitely something that keeps me up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I was about to say, you just don't, you just don't go willy-nilly believing everything you see. No. I, I know you more than that. No, <laughs> no I, I don't just 
listen, sometimes I may be gullible. Sometimes I may fall for it because, you know, your girl a little bit slow. (laughs) But if it's one thing that I cannot be swayed on is the evidence that comes up. Haters will say it's Photoshopped. Right, right. Right, you know. And I feel you. I trust your judgment because, again, I believe, too. I believe. So when I was a kid, my family was heavily involved in the church. And I remember the first major impression that I think most of us have as kids was the story of David and Goliath. Right, absolutely. But no one actually stopped to think it's a giant. Yeah, like, Goliath is literally a fucking giant. Right, you hear the story, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, there was a size difference. A lot of people think that the Bible um, is exaggerated to a point, like, that it has truth, but that some of the stories are exaggerated, you know? Yeah. A lot of people do believe that, but... Yeah, another conversation for a different time. (laughs) Exactly, but... You know, he was a giant, and I never even stopped to really think about it as a kid and go, hmm, where are the giants? (laughs) Oh, Goliath, where is the rest of your kind? (laughs) (laughs) Like my child brain just skipped over that very important detail. Right. (laughs) But did you know that giants were actually mentioned in the Bible in several places? Like, more so than just the story of David and Goliath. Right. They're mentioned, like, 80 times. Like they're, they're mentioned a lot in the Bible. Interesting. So, the Bible talks about these Nephilim giants. And what is a Nephilim? Um, they were giant, superhuman offspring that was produced from fallen angels mating with human women in the days of Noah. And the Nephilim weren't angels, but they were like a type of hybrid offspring. And they would stand 8 to 15 feet tall. Oh, my. In Genesis, it says, quote, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old. The men of renown, end quote. So according to the Bible, the Nephilim were giant bullies. They were tyrants who filled the earth with violence. They were described as the mighty ones of old times, the men of fame. And they left behind a legacy of violence and fear. The giants turned to cannibalism and aggression and were ordered to be wiped out by God. So this is apparently why God sent the flood, because he wanted to wipe out these Nephilim and reset the world. Wow, that's that's definitely not a take you really hear on all that. That's, At all. That's pretty interesting, honestly. And in Numbers 13, Moses sends spies into the land of Canaan, and they return with a report of having seen giants. Quote, the land through which we have gone to spy it out, is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are of great height. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim. And we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers. And so we seemed to them. End quote. 
Wow. So what's interesting about that is the Nephilim, the spies saw, they went by another name, the sons of Anak, known elsewhere in the Bible as the Anakim. I think I'm saying that right. When we read the Bible, we typically have nothing in mind, no visualizations when we read the names of people in groups in the Bible. Like, if one person is mentioned, you can pretty well follow along with the story. Right. But when you're referring to a group of people, that's where, you know, most people, they don't, they don't really have descriptives in their brain to There's be able no to There's no differentiations, pictures. basically. Yeah, so... You know, you can't really picture what it is that they're talking about. I was trying to get that out, but good Lord, my brain was not braining. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so nobody really stops and imagines them in detail. But here we learn that whenever we see the word Nephilim or Anakim in the Bible, we now have a clue to how these descendants of the giants in Genesis 6 looked. So it's pretty well thought of that. Um, Goliath from David and Goliath gives you more of like a visual cue of what these giants would look like because you see pictures all over the place of like what David would would have looked like what Goliath would have looked like you know right so it's much easier now knowing what they're talking about so when you go back and actually read the Bible you're like they're talking about giants Interesting. Interesting. So next, we'll take a peek at Norse beliefs. So this is this is my neck of the woods. <laughs> uh, you said we're in my holler now. We're in my holler now. <laughs> so this is my current path in life on my spiritual and ancestral journey. And as I read through some of the sagas, they speak of giants several times as well. In Norse mythology... I say mythology very loosely because, like I said, these are my beliefs. You said, oh, this ain't myth, baby. This ain't myth. <laughs> this ain't myth but giants are the original founding beings at the top of the Norse family tree. The more commonly known gods like Odin, Thor, or Tyr, for example, are all direct or indirect descendants of these giants. Fun fact for you, the giants were called Jotun. Singular, or Jotnar, for plural. The word Jotun originally came from the Proto-Germanic word that meant devourer. Oh, wow. Holy shit. So the very first giant, Ymir, he rose up out of primordial chaos when the worlds of fire and ice collided together to produce this tremendous hissing scream. Emir's offspring, the Jotnar, are spirits of this chaos, and they represent the destructive cycle of the natural universal order. So the gods, Odin, Vili, and Ve, banded together and killed Emir, then fashioned the earth from Emir's flesh. His blood flooded the earth and created the ocean. His bones became the mountains. His hair became the trees. His brains became the clouds, his skull became the heavens, and his eyebrows became what we call Midgard, which is the realm we humans live in. Wow. That was beautifully said. (laughs) (laughs) Like, holy shit, I'm just like sitting here like, 
Oh my God. Cause you know, I'm pagan mm. and I practice, you know, I consider myself eclectic. Um, I practice a lot of, you know, witchcraft. Uh, there's some Wiccan influence uh, sprinkled here and there. Right. Um, I'm definitely not Norse. So even though I'm a complete, you know, mythology nerd, I don't exactly know a whole lot about the Norse pantheon or like anything that goes on over there. So I'm like just like a, a kid in a candy store right? right now. Like this is so intensely interesting to me. <laughs> And the way you're presenting the information, I'm just like, I don't know, bitch. Like, I'm in it. If there was a door there, congratulations, you have knocked and opened it. No, you've already stepped through it. (laughs) (laughs) You said, come come inside. Come inside, Come inside, child. Sit while we discuss giants. So the Jotnar would go on to live in Jotunheim until the end of times, or Ragnarok. Where the Jotnar would kill the gods, bringing about the complete destruction of the world as we know it. Wow. And there are a lot of pagans that believe that Ragnarok has already happened. That's interesting. Yeah. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. So, like, there's, there's a tiny little bit of sense there. Because if Ragnarok has already happened... And the giants killed off the gods, then that could be the reason why we don't see them. Interesting shit. So it's just a thought. We're not very far into this episode, but I very much see how this keeps you up at night. (laughs) Very much so. This is very much more than likely going to keep me up at night tonight, if I'm being completely honest. Like, holy shit. (laughs) My asshole is gone in a different way. <laughs> it's a different method of asshole removal. Is it sideways? Slightly <laughs> perpendicular, yes. Like it kind of is. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird, but is it detached? Absolutely. Quick, find the latitude and longitude right quick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're playing Battleship right now. You should have put an air tag on it, I swear. <laughs> I squealed. In Sumerian languages, they tell stories of the gods having sex with humans and producing giant offspring. So you've got the Bible and you've got Sumerian. Interesting. Both saying the same thing. In Greek cultures, giants were known as titans. And they're known for their battle with the Olympian gods called the Gigantomachy. I think that's how you say it. In Greek art, Giants are often depicted with serpents in place of their legs. So, like, it would be half human and then serpents. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen them depicted that way. That's kind of fascinating. Right. It's kind of weird. And I also heard something, and I don't know how true it is because I didn't have time to look it up. But the Book of Enoch, which supposedly talks about giants, talking about the Bible... There was apparently a whole nother book that was found called the Book of Giants. What? Yeah. Like specifically? And basically it went on to talk about how the, it was either the Nephilim sperm or like the angelic sperm, almost like the angels were mating with different animals to see what different outcomes could be created. Now, keep in mind, these are fallen angels. So, you know, but 
there was a part in the book which alluded to that where they were like 200 rams, 200 cows, you know, something to that effect. Interesting. Almost like they were trying to make a half human, half animal hybrid. But that's going like extremely outer field in the tinfoil hat area. Oh, God. We have another uh, goat man situation. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, I came across it and I was like, "Mm, I didn't really give it that much of a thought. Right. But that information is out there, as weird as it sounds. And giants are also mentioned damn near everywhere. (laughs) But we're made to believe that they're either not real or no longer exist. But what is really missing are skeletal remains. Where's the proof? We find the existence of these giant beings in old Texan stories, but has anyone found any convincing evidence that they were truly here? Like physical, concrete evidence. I believe so. And that is what I bring to you today. (laughs) You said, look upon my plate, the salad I've brought to the party. Right. You notice my plate is full and not empty. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, I think so. I truly believe that there's been video evidence found of giant remains. Interesting shit. Let's hear it. Haters will say it's photoshopped. (laughs) (laughs) You said I'm going to say that now. But every photo isn't fake. We are mentally programmed to think that this is the case because of the things we can do with technology. Well, we're taught that when we see something or presented with something that is an outlier to the societal norms and what we're taught is real and not real. When we are presented, when we're presented anything that conflicts that it's immediate. Oh, nope, not real. Or if you believe it, you're fucking crazy. Right. You know, that's very much, there's this uh, societal conditioning aspect to it. That's very, very real. Right, but that also goes back to a conversation we had, and I can't remember what episode it was. We were talking about children and their imaginary friends, where as children, we are more open to the world, but we are constantly taught that's not real. That's not real. There's nothing there. That's not real. The conditioning happens. The conditioning is real in every facet. We're told that mermaids aren't real. Giants aren't real. Unicorns aren't real. Right. Trolls aren't real. Ogres aren't real. Fairies aren't real. Fairies aren't real. Like, we're taught that all these things that we don't know about isn't real. Which I'm going to go ahead and say now, funny random note, I 1,000% believe in all of those things, but especially fairies. I don't know if we have any fellow pagan folk that listen to this podcast, but if we do, uh, hi, do the fairies fuck with you as much as they fuck with me? They definitely I, fuck with me. They they stay fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fae. Oh, the fae. What wonderful, wonderful creatures. <laughs> but here's the thing. Even with all this technology that we have, and there is the possibility of editing and Photoshopping and this, that, and the third. Of course. But you have to wonder, were all of these civilizations recording fiction or history? Right. Why would they even bother to record something that isn't real in a way that 
is obviously not for entertainment purposes. <laughs> oh, right. No, I totally agree with you. So not only do accounts of giants show up in ancient records and artifacts, but also physical evidence of giant remains have been found around the world, including fossilized footprints and bones. Interesting shit. I believe it. So this is where we get into our first piece of evidence. And that brings us to, I'm sorry if I butcher this, Mumpaluzi, South Africa. And in our photo dump that we will be putting out there, we'll have photos and videos of everything that I have to show you guys. But there is a photo of a footprint embedded in rock. Granite rock, to be exact. Holy shit. Now, every geologist or field geological observer whether they have creationist or evolutionist beliefs, have all agreed that granite is not a sedimentary rock. Granite is an igneous rock, which becomes solid as these crystals form when very hot molten magma cools down. And that's around 800 degrees Celsius or 1,427 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit, that is hot. So at that temperature, the granite would be more soft and malleable. Right. But then as it cools down, the harder it gets. Wow. Now, I'm telling you this. Because it's even more difficult to imagine what would happen to the giant who was just casually strolling through this shit like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> you know, do-do-do-do, just walking through magma, you know? Yeah, for me, there'd be no fucking way. Right. <laughs> but some people claim that it's just a natural occurrence that looks like a foot, like it's some sort of erosion that looks like a foot. Conveniently. Conveniently. But that either begs two questions. Either one, there is an existence of fire giants that are not harmed by these extreme temperatures. Or this giant kicked the fucking boulder. Right. I mean, I believe both. I really, really do. There's the photo. Oh, wow. Okay, so I just want to go but, ahead and but say. But look at this. So you see the toes, right? Yes. The, this is a close-up of the toes. Okay, then that proves my point further of what I was about to say. I want to just get it out there early. There is no fucking way that that is just naturally occurring erosion. Thank There's you. No, that is such a specific imprint like it is so specifically shaped and detailed there is no way the only thing that can make that is a foot i'm sorry right i may be narrow-minded to immediately jump to that but you know you guys go to our instagram facebook and twitter you will see the pictures that we're talking about but there's no way there's no way that has to be a footprint and by estimations they're saying that the being that had that footprint was anywhere from 15 to 20 foot tall. Goodness gracious. I bet he had a hard time shoe shopping. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Attack on Titan had my brain for a second. I'm I've, sorry. I've been thinking of Attack on Titan this whole episode. I've been trying not to interject my my nerdy, but oh my God, same. That music's been in my head this whole time. Right? So next we have a video from an unknown location showing a massive-sized skeleton that has a massive-sized serpent skeleton wrapped around the body of this giant. You did show me that one. That shit gave me chills. Like, you can clearly tell that this was some sort of excavation site in what looks like a huge open cave. They built a wooden railing around the site for tourists or anyone curious and you can see the actual size difference of how massive this thing is. Like, it's incredible. The video definitely looks like it's from overseas. Um, I would guess Philippines, um, somewhere. Around there. Yeah, because it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like there was a lot of mountainous rock there. Right. Right, but also looking at the people... It's kind of hard to gauge where they're from. Right, right, right. So I was trying to use logic to try to figure out, like, what area that this has come from. Because it's recorded well. It doesn't look like World War II footage right. recorded on a potato phone. Right, right. The video itself has been uploaded so many times by new accounts. On TikTok. Right. That there's no way for me to be able to find where the actual video came from. Gotcha. The bones definitely don't appear to be fake either. And the video doesn't appear to be edited. So. It didn't strike me as being edited. But, right. you know, like, I'm on the same page as you. The shit gave me chills. Like, I, it, if that is a hoax or something... That is well done. Ridiculously well done. Like, I'm telling you, that shit literally, because you showed me that, what was it, yesterday or the day before yesterday? It yeah. was sometime in the last few days you were like, you know, finishing up your research. You were like, so real quick, like, watch this. And that was one of the most compelling pieces of evidence to me that you had gathered. Because, like, it's irrefutable that it just looks like this giant fucking skeleton with a snake wrapped around it it's like right. insane the it's truly thing, insane the other thing that i questioned about that video is if it was fake okay i get that some places do exhibits you know like say for instance smithsonian museums any museums around here claiming to have dinosaur bones dinosaur bones they only really find fragments they don't really find bones like that intact, I don't think. Right, right. I wouldn't know, but I get that point yeah. you're making, though. Yeah, but it's like, why would people come here to look at something that's fake? Money, See what money, I'm saying? Money. I mean, I guess, but are they really marketing it as like, oh, come look at a giant, and then it's just fake plaster? I mean... You want to, like, a quick flashback to the Jersey Devil episode? This man had a painted kangaroo with wings on its back, and he had people lined up to see the Jersey Devil. Like, shit like that yeah. has happened, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it's not without 
the realm of possibility. I don't, but I don't think that takes away from the overall credibility of what you're saying. Like, even though that guy had the painted kangaroo and he did that whole shit, I still very much believe the Jersey devil is real. Even though he tried to fake it, that doesn't take away from From the the real. It doesn't take away from the real. You know what I'm saying? And there's another video that has surfaced from Mexico. And again, great camera footage. Like, finally, whenever you're watching paranormal videos or, like, or I've seen this creature type videos, it's always with the shitty cell phone. Always. The the video is always shitty. You can't tell what you're looking at. <laughs> right, right. Why? Like, come on, man. Trying to make the video look shitty does not make it look real. <laughs> A good point. But... This video shows at first what looks like a human-sized hole or, like, cave opening in the side of this mountain with this man just standing on the inside looking out, right? Mm -hmm. Don't think nothing of it. And by first impressions, you think this is just someone exploring until the camera zooms out and you get an accurate gauge on just how big the cave is. And how massive this figure was. Holy shit. Goosey bumps. Goosey bumps. So you can comment in real time. Take a look at that. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. That's a big opening in the side of this mountain. Holy fuck. Uh. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I believe. I believe. I believe that was a giant. I believe, I believe, I believe. So the third video that I have is interesting. Um, could quite possibly be in the tinfoil hat area. (laughs) Maybe not. But it comes from someone in the U.S. that posted the video to TikTok. And again, this is another one that's been passed around so much and uploaded to numerous new accounts. So it was not possible for me to find the original poster. But basically, this guy's talking about a conversation he had with a man named Greg Rendrich. Greg told him... He saw giants in these secret underground military bases. Now, hold on before y'all label me fucking crazy. You said y'all better hold the fuck up. (laughs) Hold on. Just hear me out. Before Greg was permitted into certain sectors, he had to sign an affidavit that stated you could not use the name Jesus Christ ever in these facilities even if you stub your toe. And he said that he saw 10 to 25-foot giants in these underground military bases. He said that humans, scientists, were working alongside these giants, and they even came right out and said these are Nephilim giants. What? Yeah. My brain. Holy shit. So that's another video that I'm going to include because the visual that they're showing you while they're telling you this is basically what, I guess, an estimated picture of what these underground bases look like. Right. But they're really deep. They're really big. 
And supposedly, there's giants. Crazy shit. But who's to say whether or not the government's hiding giants and other non-human beings from us? I mean, I believe it. I mean, <laughs> that could be a whole episode on its I'm own. I'm telling you. I believe it full-heartedly. But here's one for you. Abraham Lincoln knew something about giants. In fact, he is quoted mentioning them. Like the Abraham Lincoln. Like the found, one and only founding father, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham yes. motherfucking Lincoln. Yes. In 1848, Abraham Lincoln campaigned for Whig presidential candidate Zachary Taylor in Massachusetts. And on the way home to Illinois, he visited Niagara Falls and found the site so impressive that he just he had to write about it in his personal journal. Quote, when Columbus first sought this continent, when Christ suffered on the cross, when Moses led Israel through the Red Sea, nay, even when Adam first came from the hand of his maker, then as now, Niagara was roaring here. The eyes of that species of extinct giants have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Contemporary with the whole race of men and older than the first man, Niagara is strong and fresh today as 10,000 years ago. The mammoth and mastodon, now so long dead, that fragments of their monstrous bones alone testify that they ever lived, end quote. Holy shit. That is fucking insane. <laughs> that is like real insane. Well, you know, the crazy thing is, is if I'm not mistaken, the sitting president, he is like informed of all the secrets, you know, to be able to to rule. Right. Oh, well, I say rule, but you get what I mean. He's, right. not, he's not a fucking dictator. But supposedly all these presidents are briefed on certain top secret things. So who's to say that, you know, our government isn't lying to us like they haven't been lying to us this whole fucking time. Right, right, right. You know, so. Honestly, I believe it. <laughs> so I have some newspaper clippings for you. Newspaper clippings? Yes. And these newspaper clippings came from the New York Times. Oh, wow. Holy shit. This newspaper clipping was published February 11th in 1902 by the New York Times. Giant skeletons found. Archaeologists to send expedition to explore graveyards in New Mexico where bodies were unearthed. Los Angeles, California, February 10th. Owing to the discovery of the remains of a race of giants in Guadalupe, New Mexico, antiquarians and archaeologists are preparing an expedition further to explore that region. This determination is based on the excitement that exists among the people of a scope of country near Mesa Rico, about 200 miles southeast of Las Vegas, where an old burial ground has been discovered that has yielded skeletons of enormous size. Luciana Quintana, on whose ranch the ancient burial plot is located, 
discovered two stones that bore curious inscriptions, and beneath these were found in shallow excavations the bones of a frame that could not have been less than 12 feet in length. Holy fuck. The men who opened the grave say the forearm was four feet long and that in a well-preserved jaw, the lower teeth range from the size of a hickory nut to that of the largest walnut in size. My God. So a tooth that's like that big. That is, I would say that would come from a giant. <laughs> right. The chest of the being is reported as having a circumference of seven feet. Ooh, we. Quintana, who has uncovered many other burial places, expresses the opinion that perhaps thousands of skeletons of a race of giants long exist will be found. This supposition is based on the traditions handed down from the early Spanish invasion that have detailed knowledge of the existence of a race of giants that inhabited the plains of what now is eastern New Mexico. Indian legends and carvings, also in the same section, indicate the existence of such a race. Holy shit. The second newspaper clipping was published December 20th, 1897. Wisconsin Mound Opened. Skeleton found of a man over nine feet high with an enormous skull. Maple Creek, Wisconsin, December 19th. One of the three recently discovered mounds in this town has been opened. In it was found the skeleton of a man of gigantic size. The bones measured from head to foot over nine feet and were in a fair state of preservation. The skull was as large as a half bushel measure. That's um, that's different. What does half a bushel look like? I don't know. Home finely tempered rods of copper and other relics were lying near the bones. The mound from which these relics were taken is 10 feet high and 30 feet long and varies from 6 to 8 feet in width. Damn. The two mounds of lesser size will be excavated soon. Okay, so here's another news clipping. I wasn't able to find where it was published or what date, like what year this is. Um, But it says skeletons of giant Indians are found. Klamath Falls, Oregon, October 21st. Skeletons of 12 giant Indians and relics of prehistoric times were uncovered by road workmen in Klamath March country. It became known today. One jawbone was a particularly immense size. Opinion here is divided as to whether it was an old Indian burial ground or a battleground where the Indians buried their killed where they fell. Many Indian relics were uncovered near the skeletons. And that's basically that on that one. But there was also one final news clipping that came out of Mexico that said in this cave, there were 200 male skeletons above eight feet tall that were found in a cave. 200? 200. Holy fuck. And they were all men. 
Holy hell. So if all of these skeletons were unearthed, where did the remains go? There's a popular theory running around that the Smithsonian was working with the government to destroy or archive these giant skeletons. So basically a giant cover-up. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally physically holding my shit together. That is all. Moving on. <laughs> so the remains of the giant skeletons that were found were supposed to be sent to the Smithsonian for further lab testing. And then they just disappeared. Uh. Anyone who reported finding the bones would have people from the Smithsonian show up on their door talking about preservation and study, but then the evidence is gone, never to be seen or heard from again. That is some creep. Like, I believe that because, like, you know, this isn't really related, but if you remember the Mothman story and mm -hmm. the Flatwoods monster, um, like when Mothman was being seen and those sightings started and, you know, the Point men Pleasant, in black, the men in black literally right. coming to people's doors or people that were claiming to have seen the creature. They were trying to be like, you know, huh, uh, what did you see? Okay, thanks. No, you didn't move on. Right. So I don't know the whole government really trying to hide some shit like you see it. You see it too much. I don't care if I sound crazy. I will gladly wear the aluminum foil hat. Right. I mean, like I said, it's a theory, but it just made it me makes think too much sense. That was like the exact same thing that happened in Point Pleasant, and it just fucking. It's a little wild. suspicious for me personally. Like, I guess the way I see it, if you're not doing this shit, then how did your name get tied up in it? Right. Right. You know what I mean? That that's a take. That is so a take. If now I did look up on Reuters, which honestly I don't hold Reuters or Snopes as a legible source. Not legible, but a like credible a credible source. Credible source, you know what I meant. But I don't I don't see them as a credible source, but they're saying that that theory is a hoax, that it's fake. But in the same vein, like like I said, if you're not doing it, then why are people saying that you're doing it? But even more importantly, well, if the Smithsonian's aren't taking all of these bones, then where the fuck are they going? Like, if they're really being discovered, then, like, where the fuck are they? Like, somebody has to have them. And like a fart in the wind, it disappeared. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been littered proof all over of Giant's existence unbelievably large books that are so large you can actually sit on them. Large teeth that have been discovered that's around the size of a walnut, Jesus. like the newspaper clipping said. Large swords that have been unearthed with some of these large skeletons. And I'll include a video of this one, but under the ocean's surface... A large Roman-looking helmet was discovered, and this scuba diver was, like, swimming inside of the helmet and everything. What the hell? Oh, that gives me the great. Yeah, so, like, large uh, metal bowls, like eating utensil bowls, 
looking things have been what found. What the hell? So these relics are being put on display. They're being talked about in in all of the scripts. I mean, if you look on Wikipedia, who has giants in their culture? And you've got, you know, Romania, you've got India, you've got Mexico, you've got, you know, uh, another one was found in France. Wow. So it's quite literally recorded all over the world. Right. And a lot of people believe that giants helped put up Stonehenge, helped put up pyramids. Wow. That that really makes sense, though. I know there's like a whole lot of theories when it comes down to the construction of the pyramids, Stonehenge, like all that shit. But giants really seem to be a pretty fucking sensible explanation to me like really if you think about it i mean i know there's hundreds of other theories and you know things that have been speculated so it's hard to say you know for sure what's real and what isn't but uh i mean again i don't know i guess i'm weird i believe that i mean it makes fucking sense that a giant would be more capable to do something like that versus a human. Like, I don't know. It it makes sense to me. There's another photo that I screenshot where I believe it's at the Sistine Chapel, but there is the set of doors, right? And, and these, these type of doors are found in many different places, but they are extremely, extremely tall doors that have a latch at the top. So a human's not going to, like a normal-sized human's not going to fucking open that shit up. That's insane. Like, why else would that be built? Right. Like, why the fuck? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's... uh, It's a lot. You've convinced me. Like, not that I really needed convincing, but, like, you have convinced me wholeheartedly. (laughs) Oh, this is insane, man. My brain is just braining. Like, fucking braining. So I don't know, man. Everything that I presented in this episode is nowhere near all the information that's out there about giants. But I believe, I truly believe, the giants are real. So that's where I'm going to stop for today, guys. <laughs> yes. This Holy was super shit. Fun. It was super fun. You did such a good job. Like, I'm, I'm here for this. Yay. And I hope all of you enjoyed the first volume of Things That Keep Me Up at Night. I definitely did, and I definitely will be up tonight. Again, this was so much fun. Like, I'm I'm all for it. I am all for it. May the sleep ever evade you. <laughs> May you lie there in bed pondering your very existence. <laughs> you... Oh, uh, we're going into goblin mode. We're going into existential crisis. So take, take deep breaths and make sure that you leave breadcrumbs because it can get kind of hairy. <laughs> so that's where we're going to leave off today, you guys. As Ray said, we really hope you enjoyed this. This was super fun. And if you would like to follow me and Ray and all of our weird, well, we got great news for you. You can do that. You can find us on Facebook at Gore Report, a true crime podcast. On Instagram. At Gore Report Podcast. And Twitter. At Gore Report. And don't forget our email, guys. GoreReportPod at gmail.com. Yes. And if you are indeed laying, thinking, 
pondering, lying awake at night, then I wish you sweet dreams. But remember, it's all in your head.